What's up, balls? On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy XV, the, what, your most influential games, and our gaming in general. You know, what games you enjoyed, what games you enjoyed, uh, what games really made an impact on you. Was it pen and paper? Was it RPGs? Was it first-person shooter? Uh, and just going to con- topics for conversation from there. So I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, jump right into it. And uh, let me know. Leave a review. Great. Subscribe. And uh, enjoy it. Enjoy the show, guys. Talk to you soon. Arriving out. Good evening. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Foundry. Riven here. Uh, I hope you guys are having awesome Tuesday night or morning, maybe in the afternoon. Who knows where you guys are? It's awesome time zone. It's like, it's like, it's like an hour becomes a day, and the day becomes a week. A week becomes a month, and a month becomes a year. Like time zone traveling could be pretty wicked. It's crazy. Oh no, man! Time zone, time zone is kind of like could be odd, can't they? Like it's just weird. It's like one minute you're like, hey, I want to go to I'm gonna go to you know Tennessee. And it's like boom, you're like a freaking hour behind now. It's like wait a minute, it just happened. I was ten o'clock, now it's nine o'clock. I go back over, it's nine o'clock, ten o'clock, ten o'clock, nine o'clock. It's so weird, it's so crazy. And it's like you leave at. 12 o'clock you leave at three o'clock in the morning to get to california and you wake up and it's like i mean you leave at six o'clock in the morning to go to california and you wake up and it's three o'clock in the morning it's like what the fuck just happened i just went back in the past three hours so what's happening right now i'm not gonna know about so you gotta call your new york friend yo what happened yo dude what just happened like dude the fuck are you talking about it's like i'm in the past so some shit just happened that's what goes to my brain when I think of time zones. Because things happen today that the other person's not going to know about until tomorrow. That's time zones. Anyway, I'm babbling. So, guys, welcome. What is up, everyone? Uh, another episode of Foundry. Uh, I'm, my, my name is Riven as I stumble all of my words. I hope you guys are having an awesome evening. So, I want to give an update on the podcast and what we're actually doing with this thing here. So, I was going to be doing it all about uh, Warframe. Like, you know, just focus on Warframe and the stuff about the Warframe. I like anything Warframe. Uh, but I think it's uh, we're gonna do a little bit more than that. I want to take the game and I want to make it for like inspirational. I want to make it. Uh, I'll take the game, take the podcast, make it inspirational. Uh, talk about gaming, talk about life, um, go through life experiences. Um, I don't want to just focus on a game. Uh, I feel like when focused on a game, it kind of puts me in a risky area. Uh, because the game itself, you know, can flop at any given point. Not that I'm saying Warframe is going to, but you never know. You never know where the game's gonna be tomorrow, and that means my content's gone. It's kind of like streaming a single game. It's kind of like it's kind of like, you know, streaming Destiny two, and it flopped, and then you know, everyone loses interest in it. So, I think we're gonna focus it around gaming, definitely, but also gonna focus it around, um, like life and inspirational stuff um and see where it goes from there i, I it's mostly gonna be games you know, it's gonna be warframe it'll be world of warcraft it will be um it's a big game out there you know single player game multiplayer games whatever it might be we're gonna talk about it um and, and we'll bring it to the show and so if you guys got you know if, i want to hear what you guys it's still gonna be community it's still going to be community focused so i want to hear what you guys are playing i want to hear uh, what games you're playing? If the, you know indie games, uh, AAA games, B titles. I want to hear what you're playing, so, and so we can bring it up and talk about it on uh, on the show. Let's, uh, I want to hear about maybe how gaming has changed your life. Uh, maybe maybe you found gaming through 
a certain way and you fell upon it and it's changed your life and for what reason it changed your life um so you know that that would be very cool to hear stories like that uh i want to hear you know what what's your favorite all-time game and you know if you are playing warframe what are you doing in it you know we talked about the long game last weekend uh last week last podcast about um what the how to keep yourself interested uh, at the end of you know at end game if there's nothing left to do and how how, you, how, how are you keeping yourself going? Um, so definitely definitely things like that um, that we can keep on the podcast. So tonight um, tonight I want to talk about I want to talk about uh, a few different things tonight. Um, bring it up here really quick. I'm gonna bring it up here really really quick, guys. Uh, I want to talk about. Final Fantasy 15, and uh, I want to know what you guys think because I played it on the PS4. And I loved it. I loved it on the PS4. I I didn't beat the end. I didn't beat the game. The only reason I didn't beat the game uh, is because I rushed through it like extremely fast. I was like rush, 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 right? So I got to the end boss. Well, not the end boss, but I got to the end area. I just I couldn't fight the enemies. They were just too strong. They were just they just killed me too fast. And grinding at that point was just impossible. Like I was like ah shit. And I saw my consoles anyway. So I got them. But uh, so Final Fantasy 15 thoughts, impressions for the PC. What do you guys think? Good, bad, indifferent? Do you like it? Did you rebuy it? If you did rebuy it, why did you rebuy it? If you didn't rebuy it, why did you rebuy it? Um, I think it's a pretty damn good uh, addition. I mean, it came with a lot of crap. It came with a lot of stuff, and I'm really enjoying the game overall. Um, from when I'm playing with it, and I'm trying to play it like on Thursdays and some Saturdays. Because I like to do RPG Saturdays with my streams, um, and RPG Sundays when I don't have my kids. So Saturday and Sunday mornings are like my RPG games. Because RPGs require a lot of time, and doing it once a week and for like six hours, for like four or five hours is not enough time to put a, you know put content out there. So you really just gotta really gotta put time into an RPG if you want to get far. I mean, I feel like any RPG because so most RPGs, majority of RPGs are all story driven, and to really get into the nitty gritty of the story, you know that's in the lore, you gotta put the time in and to really understand what's going on. I mean, you can brush through the game and just like whatever, but to really understand the story and really understand the characters and really put the time in to you know get the full effect of RPG, you gotta put the hours in. So I feel like playing I was playing Final Fantasy just on Thursday on Thursdays, like every you know I was swapping out games on Thursday. That's variety day, but I felt like I was I was losing out on getting somewhere in the game because the game is so vast and there's only so much you can do in just a few hours. So if I can add that to like you know you know not every Saturday morning or Sunday morning, but you know it's a game I want to definitely put time into, and if I could play it two games out of the week, I think I think we get some pretty far into it. Um, so I want to hear what you guys think. Well, what have you thought so far of the Windows Edition? Um, I I'm really enjoying it. I think it's a lot of fun. The graphics are absolutely gorgeous on the PC. I always liked the combat. The combat was always fun. At first, I was like, when I first played, I'm like, oh, this is clunky. It's no different from Final Fantasy XII. And then you start getting used to it. And then the whole phasing reminds you of Nier Automata. If you played Nier, um, you dodge with Nier. You do all the crazy like flips around and getting out of the way and all the different dodges. And then you uh, kick the guys up in the air and beat the crap out of them up in the air. And then slam them down to the ground. Freaking awesome. So that's what it reminds me of. And it's just an overall... An absolute game. If, if so, if I had to rate Final Fantasy 15 10 for as far as I played it, I would definitely give it a nine. Like it's just a really good game. It has heart. It's got graphics. It's got the gameplay's not the gameplay's not clunky. The combat system's fun. Um, 
the the fact that I can drive around the world map is awesome. Uh, the the how sandboxy it is feels great. I love sandboxy games. I just love being able to explore and go wherever the hell I want to go with nothing to even uh, stop me. You know, you know, there are certain story aspects that might stop you, and you know, at the start, I don't want to give anything away for people who have not played it. But there's certain story aspects that might stop certain things for a little bit until you start getting further into the story. So it's imperative you at least get the first part of the story done so you can start unlocking like you know certain things uh, so you can get past those blocks so you can really explore the world and get into the nitty gritty of Final Fantasy 15, which is just an absolute amazing game uh, for this for 2018 uh, 2017 era. It was, it's just a great RPG and Final Fantasy and, and Square and Square Enix. I haven't been happy with them in the last. Uh, the last couple games they've released, 13, they pissed me off with because it felt very linear, and that was never Final Fantasy. And Final Fantasy was always open world, pretty much wherever you want to go, wherever you want to do, explore. And I felt like 13, I couldn't do that. I felt like I was being locked down. Um, I mean, I know there's a part. I know there's a part in 13. I haven't beaten 13, but I know that there was that part in 13 where it became kind of open worldy-ish. But it took a few hours to get there in gameplay. So eventually, I'm gonna go back through and play it just to check it out because it looks like a fun game. Um, I, I would like to understand the whole lightning lore um, and then play all the 13 series. So I guess this topic of this 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 episode is going to be all about Final Fantasy games. So Final Fantasy 15, I'm loving it. I want to hear what you guys think. Let me let me know what you guys think about 15 for either PS4 or the uh, Windows Edition. Uh, let me know what you guys are feeling about it. Uh, overall, what was your favorite Final Fantasy game? Like, what was it, and what did it make you feel? I mean, I, everyone says 7, 7, 7, 7. 7 was absolutely beautiful. I enjoyed the shit out of 7. The story was beautiful. The characters had such depth. Um, the the game itself, like, the combat system was a lot of fun. The material system, I enjoyed to the fullest. Of the material system was some of the best uh, material system ever. I, I, that was one of my favorite magic Um. Yeah, definitely my favorite magic system. And the, the way you can level up materia and make make the material stronger, give it to you know material all or you know material all is cool because it's like oh here here's lightning whatever level attach it to it and now all your freaking enemies that were the six enemies now cloud can shoot fucking hit everyone with a, with a with a material lightning. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, fifteen uh, excuse me seven was a seven was a good game. Uh, five. Uh, that was the first time I actually played a Final Fantasy game that had like a, a job system, and I enjoyed the hell out of that. So, so I guess I want to know what was your five Final Fantasy from one to fifteen so far? Even the ones in between. You know, you had you had tactics, advanced tactics. Uh, gosh, uh, there's so many in there. So, uh, you know, Final Fantasy. I haven't uh, the one on the v- PS v- the the Vista. I can't remember the name of it. Um. But I want to hear it. I want to hear what you guys think. What what, what was your favorite Final Fantasy? Is mine? Oh my gosh, mine. I'm between nine, I'm between nine, ten, and seven because I loved nine. I lo- I have to beat nine. Like I have it on my, I have it again on Steam, and I got to the fourth disc, and something happened, and I think something happened to my save, and I lost all my save, and I didn't go back and play it again because I was pissed off, and I said fuck this. So I was rather annoyed, so I didn't play it. Um, but now I have it again, and I would definitely like to beat 9. 10, 10 was beautiful. I love the story in 10. People oh, 10 sucked. I couldn't stand Titus' voice acting. You know what? Outside the voice acting that Titus may have had, the guy, the guy who does his voice is actually really good. I do like I do like the voice actor. 
Um, I can't remember his name, but he's actually a very good voice actor. We're gonna look him up really quick because I, he he's done a lot, um, in the gaming scene. Uh, and it's just it's just awesome. It's it's uh, James Arnold was it? I think James Arnold, right? No, I know I I like I liked I liked him. I thought I thought it was a very good, um, a very well done, uh, voice acting for. He also did, he did Ratchet and Ratchet and Clank, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then he also did uh, Leonardo and Team Ninja Turtles back in two thousand seven. Uh, so that's cool. I mean, Animatrix. He did Ash Rawl and some additional voices. Uh, let's see what else he's done. He's done a lot, dude. He's been he's been doing it since ninety three. Animaniacs. He started Freakazoid. Yo, who remembers Freakazoid? Pinking the brain. And then he started. It was just all additional voices. And then finally, when it hit like. 2000 yeah 2000 he started getting like um like actual roles like dinosaurs you had dino kenty uh whatever happened to robot jones you had boy three boy six and the cool kid uh and then he had some more various characters and then starts to get really good he was in family guy nathan lane uh nathan lane so he had, he's had a lot of work he did Star Wars Rebels. He did Obi Wan Kenobi. That's pretty cool, but I don't know. I, I that was that was all the those are animation and video games. Um, wow, five to ten. Titus, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring was Pippin. Monsters Inc. Oh shit. Uh, Enter the Matrix. Remember Enter the Matrix? That was a great game. Five to ten two was Titus again. James Bond 007, Everything or Nothing. I didn't care for that game, but no, besides the point. Tells of Symphonia, Vampire. Wow, he did Vampire the Masquerade. Wow. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, Kingdom of Paradise. He did a lot of games. Kingdom Hearts 2, he did Captain Jack Sparrow. So, yeah, bunch of bunch of different games, guys. So I thought I thought he was a very good voice actor. Um, whether he was, um, you know, an annoying voice actor, the game itself was absolutely beautiful. Uh, 10 was just a beautiful game. Anyway, um, that was a little bit of a tangent, but that's okay. So, Final Fantasy, I feel like, has just been in the... Like, Final Fantasy, for me, when 7 came out, like, Crown Trigger, for me, was the most inspirational RPG game I've probably ever played. From from, an R, from a Super Nintendo uh, standpoint, and where I was in gaming when Super Nintendo was out, I was on the PC. So, I was playing tons of PC games. I was playing everything on the PC. EverQuest and Diablo and Diablo 2. Um, then... EverQuest, uh, excuse me, EverQuest, uh, Crown Trigger came out, and I plugged this thing in, and I was like, oh my god, like, what is this? And for a 16-bit game that had so much depth, the amount of customization you could do, the different abilities that each person learned, it just changed RPGs for me as, like, a console-type RPG. I was playing, I was messing around with EverQuest, so, yeah, coming from MMO online game, sure, but... An RPG like Crown Trigger completely changed for me, and then every game I played after that—I mean, maybe maybe RPG Mario RPG stood up to it—but every game I played after that just didn't have that feel of Chrono Trigger. It just wasn't there. Um, it was just amazing. It was a beautiful, done game. Um, and then I look back, and I'm like, yeah, Seven was good, and Seven was great. And I think from a PlayStation era. That was the most influential game for PlayStation for me because it just changed the way that I looked at gaming. I was like, "Holy crap!" And you know, there were some good after, there were some good games on the PlayStation One, 
but Final Fantasy VII, I remember sitting in the living room and the commercial came for it. And my mom was like, oh, wow, this movie looks good. I'm watching. I'm like, this is a movie. This is a game. This is this is probably for the PlayStation. What the hell is this? And then it said Final Fantasy VII. I'm like, oh, my God. A new Final Fantasy, Squaresoft. This is the same people that make um, Crown Trigger. And I haven't played any of the Final Fantasies beforehand. So this has been the first entry I've gotten into. Um, so Final Fantasy VII was the first Final Fantasy game I ever played. And I went into the store, picked it up, grabbed it. Fucking pop that disc game four discs. Who remembers that four fucking disc? I had the black ver the black disc version, uh, and the bomb opening. Oh my gosh, the bomb scene opening with the music and Aries walking through the freaking streets, and then uh, and then you have you know Cloud uh, uh, going through you know jumping off the train, knocking people out. Oh my god, it was such an amazing and amazing. Like opening, it was like all the games I played at that point. Um, it was so good. It just, it just, it just, it just. Oh my gosh, I couldn't even like get over it. Like here, like this, and hearing this, like right. This, this is this is like, and it just grabbed me right away. It just grabbed me like, oh my god. Like I fell in love. Like instantly, I fell in love. Right? It's just, it's just, it's just kind of like, and then it picks up. Let's find out the actual version of it. All began, guys. Where it all began for me. Oh, it's so beautifully done. And it kicks up, and you're like, oh, what the hell? You just see this chain moving, and you see this chain moving, and this chain moving, and then. And then shit happens, and it shit starts going down. You're like, oh, snap. There you go. Oh, and that, I was like, oh my god, the music, the music just freaking grabbed me, I was like, and Cloud jumps off the freaking train, knocks out the dude, Barrett shooting the other guy, I'm like, oh my god, what is happening right now, and who is that guy that has a fucking gun for an arm? Oh yeah, great games. Great, great game. Move around in the background. Uh... But this this got me like hooked more into RPGs, and RPGs started becoming my genre. And I was a big first-person shooter. I was playing huge tons of first-person shooters. You know, Sin. Do you ever remember the name? Ever remember the game Sin? Probably not. It was a very cult classic game. They have it on Steam now called Sin Episodes, and it just doesn't look like the Sin I remember. And I have the disc, but I just can't get it to work on Windows 10. That was such a great game. Um, just a that was a fun, stupid, fast-paced first-person shooter. So I was playing, you know, lots of Quake, lots of freaking Dooms, lots of Unreal Tournament, and then RPG. RPG just came in and changed my gaming view for me completely. Like, just insane, dude. Just, just insane, dudes. Like, huge, complete change. So, after that long spiel, what game was it for you? that changed 
if you were an RPG player and you were like, oh, RPG, 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 and then since the first person shooter came out and just changed the world for you of RPGs, what, um, you know, what, what game was it and how and why was it so influential to you? Like, I would love to hear that. Because, uh, like I said, Crown Trigger for me, it was just, it was just the, the artwork, the music, the music. Oh my gosh, the absolute beautiful music. Like, I'm sorry, I love the Final Fantasy uh, soundtrack, but the Crown Trigger soundtrack? Dude, there was something really magical about it. Like, extremely, extremely magical about it. That. It's Crown of Steam. It's amazing. Absolutely beautifully done. Remember Gato? <laughs> how much how much does that bring back for you guys? Because oh my god, I wanna go play it right now again. Yeah. Oh, yes, such a great game. But anyway, I'm not sure what the whole copyright thing is for podcast with music, so we're going to stop that music before we get in trouble. Aha! But guys, 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 guys. I want to hear all your... I want to hear it all. I want to hear your inspirational what game... What If you were stuck in a genre, if you were stuck on, on like paper and pen, and then you sat down and played a freaking visual RPG, and that got you off of paper and pen, I want to hear about it. If maybe you were playing visual RPG, then maybe maybe played Dungeons Dragons for the first time, and you rolled that dice and you created your character on paper and you got to build your character like in real life, like actual pen and paper. I want to hear about it. I want to hear about what games from however old you are, from your childhood to now, has been so influential to you and why. Like what has brought you so, what has made it such a deep connection to you that. You absolutely love those games, and what makes them such? Uh, what gives you such memories to them? I think it's just a, just amazing games. So I would have to if I if I'm gonna sit here and rate right now, Chrono Trigger is my all-time favorite RPG. Then that's all-time favorite. End of story. Then you have uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII, Super Mario RPG, Legend of Legaya. Oh my gosh, Legend of Legaya. That was a great game. It was a sleeper. People slept on the game. It was an amazing game. If you haven't played it, you missed out. Uh, Jay Cocoon. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Crown Trigger. RPG. Legend of Gaia. Jay Cocoon. It was five. That's my top five RPGs. My top five RPGs. I would definitely recommend those games. I recommend. So if you have a PlayStation Two, grab Jay Cocoon. If you have, if you've never played Final Fantasy Seven. Find a way to play Final Fantasy VII. It's on Steam. Pretty cheap on Steam. It's like 10, maybe 15 bucks. It's on the PlayStation Network. I'm pretty sure you could grab it and download it there too to play on PS4, uh, play on PS Vita. So do play it on the go. Uh, definitely, definitely check it out. If you've never played Chrono Trigger, do yourself, you're doing yourself an injustice by not playing it, and I highly suggest playing it. So, again, so to recap on the podcast, and we talked about a lot of stuff here. So, Final Fantasy XV, let me, let me know what you guys think from the PS4 version to the PC version. Uh, let me know what you guys think. I want to hear what you what your thoughts are. No spoilers, though. I have not beaten the game yet. I am working towards it. I can't wait to beat it. So we'll get there. 
uh, your most influential game, Influ influential game, if I could talk, I'd be good. <laughs> so what game actually like changed it for you? Whether the first person shooters, was it RPGs, was it action, hacks and slash, was it over the top, uh, uh, top down RPGs, pay pen and paper, like, uh, let me know what your favorite RPG was, your favorite genre was, and if it was that, and if it changed, why did it change? Um... Yeah, and, and your favorite Final Fantasy of all time. Your favorite Final Fantasy of all time. If you had to pick a favorite Final Fantasy, which one would it be? I think me would be 9. Definitely Final Fantasy 9. I absolutely love the story. I love the characters. I love the combat. I loved how you could equip different weapons and learn different magic. Uh, I loved Quinoa. She's one of my favorite characters to hang out with and just watch and learn and just learn about her. She was funny as hell. Uh, and just out of her mind, uh, um, just like a Blue Mage type thing. Um, so it's very very cool. Uh, maybe you like Final Fantasy 14. If you like Final Fantasy 14, let me know why. Because I played 14 for a very long time and I loved it until Stormblood. But that's a different topic for conversation. So let me hear what your things were. We're gonna keep. We're gonna call this. This, this is this is More Dots Radio presents the Foundry, and I want to call it the Foundry because it's like the foundation of everything uh, from gaming to life. Uh, and we're creating something. And in Warframe, when you need to create something, you go to the Foundry to either build your frame out or build your weapon out or whatever the heck you're building. So this is why it's the Foundry because we're creating something together. And that's why I want to keep it like that. Um, but guys, I'm going to end it here. Uh, it was great talking to you all. I can't wait to hear from you. Uh, and I look forward to it. Oh, we had some feedback last week uh, from the show from the long game. We had some right in, which is very, very awesome. Uh, so thank you very much. I'm going to keep them anonymous because I asked uh, to be anonymous. But they responded with, just listen to your podcast. It's a long game. Been kind of bored with life and have been hopping from game to game trying to keep a spark by game hopping. And you helped me realize in doing so, I lost all the community I had, all the community I had in doing so. It was a pleasure listening to your podcast. Looking forward to the next one. Uh, and fishing was their, uh, was their end game in, in Warframe. So that's 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 awesome. So I'm glad I was able to, you know, the podcast was able to help out uh, and you know spark this person's passion for playing games and finding uh, a spark in a game that you know maybe they played for, you know, six years and I was just like, oh god, there's nothing doing this game is dead. I think a game is ever dead. I just think you have to look at it and evaluate from a different way and how to re how to interact with that game and find new ways of playing the end game um, and take it for the long game. Um, so, but that was that, that was that one. Uh, you can go check that one out over on anchor or iTunes. So please, it's called long game. Listen to it. If you're, if you're struggling with a game that you love, that you know, you love, and you just keep saying it's dead, it's dead, it's dead, it's dead. Uh, listen to it. Maybe give you some ideas of how to find a way to reignite that spark for the game you once loved. Um, whether it be a single player game or a multiplayer game, check it out. Listen to it. Uh, then if you could i i appreciate you guys i appreciate you guys listening to it if you could just leave a review rate it bad good indifferent i want to hear your reviews I will, I will i will check them out and i will read them on a uh on the show too so i appreciate you guys i appreciate all of you coming out and just checking it out uh and listening to it uh which is awesome uh makes me makes makes me feel good i'm like hell yeah people listening people are getting something out of it and that's awesome hope i can bring value to you guys uh and we're gonna be talking about more than just games on here but tonight i'm feeling, feeling about Final fantasy wanted to uh it was on me I, I was it was it was in my chest i wanted to talk about it for a while i want to hear your thoughts on it so uh, guys i'm gonna get out of here it's been an awesome 
awesome time talking with you all. Again, please rate, review. It means the world to me that you guys would. Leave me some feedback, and I will read it on, on the show. You guys rock. Oh, I hope you have an awesome, awesome night. I'll talk to you next time. Peace out, guys.